February 21st, Judges chapter 4. And the people of Israel again did what was evil in the sight of the Lord after Ehud died. And the Lord sold them into the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan, who reigned in Hazor. The commander of his army was Sisera, who lived in Harosheth Hagoyim. Then the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help, for he had nine hundred chariots of iron, and he oppressed the people of Israel cruelly for twenty years. Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lepidoth, was judging Israel at that time. She used to sit under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the people of Israel came up to her for judgment. She sent and summoned Barak, the son of Abinoam, from Kedesh Naphtali, and said to him, Has not the Lord, the God of Israel, commanded you? Go, gather your men at Mount Tabor, taking ten thousand from the people of Naphtali and the people of Zebulun, and I will draw out Sisera, the general of Jabin's army, to meet you by the river Kishon, with his chariots and his troops, and I will give him into your hand. Barak said to her, If you will go with me, I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. And she said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the road on which you are going will not lead to your glory, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. Then Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kedesh. And Barak called out Zebulun and Naphtali to Kedesh, and ten thousand men went up at his heels, and Deborah went up with him. Now Heba the Kenite had separated from the Kenites, the descendants of Hobab, the father-in-law of Moses, and had pitched his tent as far away as the oak in Za'ananim, which is near Kedesh. When Sisera was told that Barak, the son of Abinoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor, Sisera called out all his chariots, nine hundred chariots of iron, and all the men who were with him, from Harosheth Hagoyim to the river Kishon. And Deborah said to Barak, Up, for this is the day in which the Lord has given Sisera into your hand. Does not the Lord go out before you? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor with ten thousand men following him. And the Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and all his army before Barak by the edge of the sword. And Sisera got down from his chariot and fled away on foot. And Barak pursued the chariots and the army to Harosheth Hagoyim, and all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword. Not a man was left. But Sisera fled away on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heba the Kenite. For there was peace between Jabin the king of Hazor and the house of Heba the Kenite. And Jael came out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn aside, my lord, turn aside to me, do not be afraid. So he turned aside to her into the tent, and she covered him with a rug. And he said to her, Please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. So she opened a skin of milk, and gave him a drink, and covered him. And he said to her, Stand at the opening of the tent, and if any man comes and asks you, Is anyone here? Say, No. But Jael, the wife of Heba, took a tent peg, and took a hammer in her hand. Then she went softly to him, and drove the peg into his temple 
until it went down into the ground while he was lying fast asleep from weariness. So he died. And behold, as Barak was pursuing Sisera, Gile went out to meet him and said to him, Come, and I will show you the man whom you are seeking. So he went into her tent, and there lay Sisera, dead, with the tent peg in his temple. So on that day, God subdued Jabin the king of Canaan before the people of Israel. And the hand of the people of Israel pressed harder and harder against Jabin the king of Canaan, until they destroyed Jabin king of Canaan. The Strength of Weakness, Miles V. Van Pelt Things have become so bad in Israel that Deborah, a woman, must lead and bring God's word. Barak appears to be a coward and refuses to enter into battle unless accompanied by Deborah. And then, finally, the enemy is defeated by the deception and trickery of yet another woman, Jael. Have the men wimped out? Have they abdicated their role as leaders? Is Israel suffering from a lack of male headship? No, but if you are thinking such thoughts, you may have missed the point of the story. Israel is once again suffering because of their sin. Because they had done evil in the eyes of the Lord, the Lord sold them into the hand of their oppressors, which was designed to provoke their repentance, as indeed it did. The lesson that the Lord was trying to teach is that He alone is God and thus worthy of our undivided worship. To teach this lesson, the Lord sets out to save His people from their oppression in a way that will instruct both their head and their heart. Against the great chariot horde of Jabin and Sisera, the Lord raises up two women and a man to free Israel from twenty years of oppression. The Lord delights to work in and through human weakness. He alone saves His people, and He alone is worthy of our worship. The Lord delivers, and the Lord goes out to battle our foe. These statements are not figurative, they represent reality. The problem, however, is that sin has blinded us to reality. In order to save them from their spiritual blindness, God once again works to deliver His people in a remarkable way. The death blow to the enemy is delivered by a housewife, Jael, who crushes the head of Sisera by driving a tent peg through his skull. This should remind us of Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, where God promised to similarly conquer our ultimate foe for us. Only He can save us from sin and Satan. The strength to lead does not come from within us. No, it comes from resting in the power, strength, and authority that the Lord wields on our behalf. As it is written, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9-10 to 10.